0: came out of the broadcasting rooms in these big media companies and said you know what if they're going to be spending a million bucks on custom solutions for managing all these media files i'm going to build it ourselves that's what he did he left the company now he's building a company doing about 175 grand per month at uh, 35 customers paying about you know anywhere between five and ten grand per month founded in 2010 now a team of about 14 people in Belgium raised 1.1 million bucks to do it. Cash flow positive a little over a year ago. 3Xing year over year. They're not measuring churn. It's, you know, it's small to the point where it's not something they're focused on. However, they're looking at scaling over the next six to 12 months and then deciding at the end of that what they want to do next. Hello, everybody. My guest today is Martin Verwast. He's the founder and CEO of a company called Limecraft, dedicated to giving media professionals the best solution possible to manage their digital workflows. Before this, as a program manager for the R&D department of VRT, which is the Belgian public service broadcaster, he introduced several innovative technologies in the business, including AI for computer-assisted manufacturing and automatic indexing of audio-visual video, media. Martin, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, sure. All right. What is Limecraft and how do you guys make money? What's your revenue model?
1: Limecraft is an, uh, an online cloud-based platform for uh, producers of uh, audio, visual, material, television, film, the high-end uh, stuff. It's an online platform because um, it's a world of um, more and more freelancers and, and co-producers and traditional software can't cope with uh, such flexibility. So uh, admitted, when we incorporated Limecraft in 2010, it was still a bit early. Uh, our customers were a bit afraid to delegate the management of their assets um, to a third party. But uh, by now, we're really overwhelmed by uh, um, some of the largest brands out there that uh, are looking for an online solution to manage their digital workflow. Um, And we basically, uh, software as a service, so we charge per user and per hour of video, which makes it for them very easy to scale up additional services and wind down um, some of their use if necessary. Do you have a bunch of churn? Uh, we've lost one customer to date. <laughs>
0: well, what about downgrades? You just said it makes it easy for them to upgrade or downgrade. So even if you didn't lose a customer, they could still downgrade.
1: Yeah, that's that's true. Um, uh, an independent producer might, uh, at, the, at a given moment, might be running uh, six, seven shows in uh, in parallel in production and post-production. So the editing, um, and then they go into selling and, and um, uh, visiting, attending film festivals, and uh, so it's a it's a cyclic movement, and it it is absolutely uh, we see some customers uh, going up to very large volumes. And then six months later, uh, throttling down the the volume use. But that's not the real issue. It's a scalable system. We don't care uh, as long as they come back afterwards. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, and that's the key right? As long as they come back afterwards. So like that, that's, that's my question to you is any SaaS company that's going to drive to really large scale has really intelligent pricing axes and yours is around number of hours and number of seats, which are both very strong things to build around. What I'm trying to get a sense of is if you look at your cohort of your customers that signed up, say 12 months ago, um, you, you maybe saw, you know, those people, you know, Expand That revenue stream expanded by forty percent, but then you also had about ten percent churn. So net, it was one hundred thirty percent growth. I mean, do you break out those metrics? Um,
1: yeah, it's it's not uh, an exact science. We try to get uh, yeah yeah we do no we do okay um, if um, if we have unexpected uh, throttling down, uh, investigate what's happening uh to see whether they're not satisfied with the service um whether they had an, an accident with their content it's key for us to understand what what happened as long as they uh, churn, just wind their product and why come back we don't consider it as churn and uh, uh we will um, help them the next time
0: well but but martin how do you know so if i can't if i churn today how do you know if i'm going to come back in a year like how do you know whether to count that or not you don't know if i'm going to come back or not how do how do you manage that
1: um we actively monitor the or we uh, we um monitor the, the 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 users activity so it's a bit of a big brother uh, type of uh, monitoring uh <laughs> activity um but when a producer is uh, paying for uh, 100 seats and not using them properly, uh, they're a churn candidate, then then we we um, uh, uh, just give them a call uh, yeah. interactively and ask them what's going on and how we can make uh, give them a better service.
0: Well, maybe, by the way, maybe this isn't a big problem. I mean, what, what has your revenue churn been over the past year? Is it 5%, 10% or higher?
1: Um, the, the revenue churn is uh, literally uh, noise on the signal. Uh, what's the percentage uh, though? Um, uh, hard to measure, uh, Nathan, um, we're, uh, we're, uh, tripling, uh, our revenue, uh, every 12 months now. Um, and it's, uh, very hard to measure, um, um, uh, 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 negative churn. Yeah. Okay. So you
0: have net negative churn.
1: No, nope. <laughs> We are tripling, um, the number of users and, and our revenue, uh, to date. Um, yeah, Martin, net,
0: net negative churn means, means that. It it means your expansion revenue is more than outpacing your churn. So it means you're growing.
1: Correct. Yes.
0: So so do you, I'm trying to get a sense here of if, if this is something you're just, it's not something you measure because it's too difficult. It's something you really care about, but just don't, for privacy reasons, don't want to share the numbers, or it's just something you're not, you're not tracking and you don't know.
1: It's something we're not tracking because the 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 impact of, of is is just not worth uh, measuring.
0: I see. Um, I see. Okay, very good. Okay, let's go back. Let's go. I want to put this on a on a on a timeline, real quick. When did you launch the company? What year?
1: Uh, we incorporated in two thousand and ten.
0: And what were you doing? I mean, did you were you in film and you quit and said, "I'm sick of editing with things all over the place in hard drives. I'm making a cloud solution." That's
1: an excellent question. <laughs> I was at the other side of the table Nathan. Um I was lead engineer uh, of the the research and development department at Verté. Uh, so I was personally responsible for the digitization of their newsroom. Um b- procuring uh, a piece of software that we we spent millions uh in in capex um and 18 months in implementation. And I said to my fellow colleagues <laughs> whom co-founded the company, "Hey guys, We're if you give us um, just a fraction of that cost, we build it from scratch. And that's because the world of media production is, uh, has been completely disrupted and has fundamentally changed. And uh, our customers uh, that sometimes still try to tackle it with software that has been designed 20 years ago to manage a tape archive that's not suitable for a file-based workflow. Yeah, no, it, I, I, Martin, by funny. the way,
0: I to, you don't have to sell me on the product, I get it. I totally understand why there's a need for this. Um, let me ask a few other questions here. So you mentioned different size clients. Give me a general sense here. I mean, are we talking, actually, you mentioned at your past company, they put a million bucks into this thing, doing it, you know, themselves. Customers paying you today on average, what are they paying per year? Are we talking like a grand or a million or a hundred grand? What size usually?
1: Between uh, 10 and 20,000 uh, monthly.
0: Okay, fair enough. That's great. And how many? How big are those teams typically? Does that get them 20 seats or 100 seats or what? Uh,
1: depends on the type of customer when we're dealing with an independent uh, producer.
0: No, no, but do, do, let's do the one that you just gave me, though. So if I'm paying you 10 grand a month, what am I getting that's, for that?
1: That's uh, 500 users per month uh, as a starting point. Um, okay. And we're now scaling into bigger, uh, bigger companies. And how many
0: hours of film?
1: Uh, going from from uh, two, three hours per day for regular production to uh, 200 hours per day for um, a, a large post-production facility. Sorry,
0: sorry. If for someone paying you 10 grand a month, about how many hours will they be getting or using?
1: Uh, that's the, the customer uh, who's uploading uh, 175 hours of content per day. Holy mackerel.
0: Okay. Per day. That's a lot. All right. Uh, Very good. So 2010, walk me through kind of how you've capitalized this. So have you bootstrapped the company or raised?
1: Uh, We bootstrapped the company apart from some uh, angel funding uh, in in a very early stage.
0: Okay. So how much raised Um, to date, including the angel funding?
1: We we have uh, in total 1 million uh, euro. uh, So 1.1 million dollars on the balance. Yep. Um, in Europe, it's um, a, a challenge to get uh, venture capital for uh, anything which is dealing with um, the media business. Yep. Media is considered um, toxic. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's hard, uh, difficult to make uh, money in it. Though I think um, it's it's uh, explosive. Um, you know, uh, media is not media production is not just uh, uh, making film and television anymore. Companies like uh, Netflix and Amazon spend um, good money in original production. Uh, it's, it's becoming another ballgame. And more and more corporate- uh, uh,
0: Is Netflix uh, a customer? Are,
1: are... No, not yet. Come on, Martin. I'd love to have them as a customer. Amazon <laughs> Studios is a customer.
0: That's okay, that's good, very good. How much? And how many customers have you scaled to today total?
1: Uh, in total, I think we're uh, 30, thirty-five um, mention, uh, worth uh, mentioning. Thir- thirty-five, you said. Uh, bigger ones. Uh, there is, uh, you know, we have a whole cohort of uh, really small uh, producers, including um, video and podcast uh, producers. Um, they're there. The system is scalable to, to smaller numbers as well, but uh, we can't. Uh, count them as individual customers like uh, the the bigger ones
0: okay so you have about 35 meaningful customers you said earlier kind of from a price point perspective 10 to 20 grand a month if we stay conservative there at 10 grand a month 10 grand times 35 it mean you're north of three fifty thousand dollars per month at this point in terms of revenue is that accurate
1: no
0: yeah half of it half of it okay and why is that there's a low it's a lower price point or what
1: no, because uh, some of them are ramping up in uh, in the uh, uh, first uh, six months. They will be uh, gearing up uh, one production team after the other one. Um, it's a volume based pricing, so um, in the first couple of months, uh, price point will be overall price point will be lower. Okay, got it. So
0: you're doing one hundred seventy five thousand dollars a month today. Uh, you're three xing year over year. So a year ago, you were doing what about sixty thousand a month, something like that.
1: Uh, that was a while ago. Yeah.
0: Well, you said you're growing three X year over year, correct? You're tripling revenue each year.
1: This is our current pace. Yeah.
0: Okay. So if you're at 175 today, 175,000, that would mean you're at about one third of that a year ago. Is that accurate? Uh, yeah, sort of. Okay. Why sort of and not? Yes.
1: The, the, the first, um, We've we've um, we've meaningful statistics since um, since uh, 12 or 18 months. We spend a lot of time in developing. That's a disadvantage of bootstrapping your uh, your platform. Um, uh, we came from uh, smaller independent producers into broadcast style of customers with a couple of hundreds of seats, and we're now in moving into uh, really large players with a couple of thousands seats. That's only been happening the last uh, twelve months. Okay, so it's uh, hard so d- for me. So did you have no rev-
0: So if you go back a year ago, did you have no revenue per month at that point? Or were you pre-revenue a year
1: ago? A couple of ten thousands uh, per okay. month, but uh, not meaningful. And part of it was uh, custom development. Yeah, it's only now that we're uh, uh, correctly measuring uh, monthly. Uh, monthly recurring uh, based on on the platform and that's what actually tracking the objective of uh, doubling every uh, yep. four or five months.
0: Martin we're short on time so I don't mean to keep cutting you off but I want to get a bunch more in so just to be clear the 175,000 you're doing per month today that's all saas revenue correct? Uh yeah. Okay great. And then um talk to me about team size. How many folks are you today? 14. And where's everyone based? Ghent, all in Belgium. Belgium, very good. <laughs> And uh, yep. and uh, obviously you raised 1.1 million a long time ago. Are you guys, are you cash flow positive today? or Are you still burning?
1: Nope, we're cash flow positive since uh, six months.
0: Congratulations! Any plans to raise capital right now?
1: No, not at all.
0: <laughs> you, you like the bootstrap light. You like like no more no more investors?
1: We we uh, took been becoming cash flow positive as a as an important uh, challenge. This is eventually where a company wants to uh, that's the the objective the company wants to achieve despite anything which um, goes in, in press. this is what we achieved uh, we we now have um, sufficient funds uh, over which we will in, invest back in the company that's great so um uh, our shareholders now think that it's uh, key to grow the company organically for another six to twelve months and then we'll see what uh, what happens. Uh, Very good,
0: Martin. Place. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book?
1: Good strategy, bad strategy.
0: Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Nope. Number three, what's your favorite online tool? Uh, ooh, uh it's probably Slack. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night?
1: Between four and five.
0: Four, Martin. That's nothing. I know. <laughs> All right. And what's your situation? Married, single, kids? Divorced. <laughs> Divorced. Okay. No, do you any kids? Two kids. Two kids. Okay, yeah. You got a full plate then. And how old are you? Sorry. How old are you? I'm 45. 45. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Say it again. What's something you wish your 20-year-old self knew?
1: Oh, uh don't have a clue. I should have started uh, earlier uh
0: Guys, start earlier. He came out of the broadcasting rooms in these big media companies and said, you know what? If they're gonna be spending a million bucks on custom solutions for managing all these media files, I'm gonna build it ourselves. That's what he did. He left the company now. He's building a company doing about 175 grand per month. uh, 35 customers paying about, you know, anywhere between five and 10 grand per month. Founded in 2010. Now a team of about 14 people in Belgium. Raised 1.1 million bucks to do it. Cash flow positive a little over a year ago. 3Xing year over year. They're not measuring churn. It's, you know, it's small to the point where it's not something they're focused on. However, they're looking at scaling over the next 6 to 12 months and then deciding at the end of that what they want to do next. Martin, thank you for taking us to the top.
1: Thanks a lot, Nathan.